Hello, my name is Monty Church. Welcome to my camp. Today I'd like to talk with you about a subject that is scary to a lot of people, yet it's found in the Book of Heaven. It's about the work of the devil, the evil one, and his demons. Today, more and more, I'm running into experiences where demons are raising havoc in the lives of our people. Recently, I was asked to come and minister to one of our native families whose teenage children were drinking and watching horror videos when suddenly they were picked up by unknown hands in the air and thrown across the room. I saw the broken sheetrock on the wall where one boy was thrown against it with such a force that it would have broken the bones of an average adult. The frightened family was afraid to live in the house until we had prayed together for Jesus' protection over them and their home. You know, I have seen with my own eyes people picked up, just like I'm picking up this rock, picked up by the unseen hands of demons and just dashed to the floor. I've seen people's voices controlled by the devil to the place that all they could do is hiss like snakes or bark like coyotes. You say, what's happening here? The Bible says the devil is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour because he knows he has but a short time left. You see, as we come nearer and nearer to the second coming of Jesus, we will see more and more these kind of supernatural events. Exactly what is the devil trying to do? I'll tell you what he's trying to do. He is trying to do everything he possibly can to get your mind off of spiritual things. It's like this light in this dark cave. If I don't have this light, I'm lost. Satan wants us to be in darkness. He knows he's going to be lost. And he's working like crazy today to take every person he can down with him before Jesus comes again. How does Satan and his evil demons work on us today? The Book of Heaven tells us a story that helps us to understand how Satan gets into our minds and confuses our lives. Mark chapter 8 tells how Jesus and his disciples came ashore by boat to the country of the Gergesenes. And there they were met by two demon-possessed men coming out of the tombs. The Bible says they were so exceedingly fierce that no one would pass that way. They suddenly cried out and they said, You, Jesus, you, Son of God, what have we to do with you? Have you come here to torment us before our time? You may have noticed the phrase, before the time meaning that these demons that were speaking through these poor fellows knew that the time was coming when they would meet their end, when they'd be destroyed by the second coming of Jesus. The way these two men's minds were opened and then possessed by the work of demons was through the evil, destructive lifestyle habits like drinking and immoral activities. You see, when we get involved in drinking and drugging and watching pornography and watching violent movies and videos, this allows the devil to walk right into our minds and to raise havoc. 
Because these are inventions of the evilness of Satan, when we do these things, it puts us on his turf. We don't have to deliberately invite the devil into our minds. He's already there. If we follow these bad habits that dull our senses and let down the safeguards to our souls, we let the devil in when we choose habits that pervert our minds. Those of you who wrestle with addictions know exactly what I'm talking about. You will very seldom see hopelessly messed up minds without addictions and evil habits like this being involved. That's what Satan is all about, deception and destruction. Our mind is the open doorway to the soul. We've got to protect it at any cost. To those of you who struggle with bad habits and addictions, let me give you some good news. In verse 31 of this story, we see that these two devil-possessed men asked Jesus for deliverance, and Jesus gave it to them. The demons inside of the minds of these fellows cried out to Jesus, begging, saying, if you cast us out, permit us to go away into the herd of swine. Jesus said to them, go. And they fled into the pigs, and the herd ran violently down a steep place and into the sea and perished in the water. Likewise, Jesus, the great bondage breaker, will deliver you from these habits that destroy your mind. All you have to do is to cry out to him for help. You may be asking, with all the evil and the temptations around us today, how can we protect our minds from the devil and his demons? With this, the Book of Heaven says, Your word have I hidden in my heart, that I may not sin against thee. Here is the answer. We are protected when we focus our minds, our goals, and our desires on Jesus' plans for our lives, which in turn allows him to step in and help us. We do this by keeping our focus on him. Remember Peter in the boat on the stormy seas of Galilee with the rest of the disciples? They saw Jesus walking on the water away from them. In this account, we hear Jesus calling out to them saying, be of good cheer, it is I, don't be afraid. Peter then called out to Jesus and said, Lord, if it is you, let me come to you out on the water. So Jesus said to Peter, Come. And when Peter stepped out of the boat toward Jesus, he found himself able to walk on the water as long as he kept looking at Jesus. But then the book of heaven says, He saw the big waves, and he became frightened, and he began to sink. He then looked again to Jesus as he was sinking, and he cried out, Lord, save me. And then it says, Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him and said, Oh, ye of little faith, why do you doubt? What Jesus was telling Peter, Peter, keep your focus, keep your attention. You're thinking on me, and I will save and protect you. 
This, my friend, is where it's all at, keeping our minds and our eyes focused on Jesus. This is how he wants us to live. Only Jesus has the power to protect us from the evil working of Satan and his evil angels and demons. There is no other name under heaven with which men can be saved and helped. A little girl had it right when she said, whenever the devil knocks at my door, I just send Jesus to answer it. The Bible, the book of heaven says, Jesus will be close to us if we seek to be close to him. Or draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh to you. James 4 verse 8. Allow me to demonstrate. Look at this stalactite in this big stalagmite. This is so much like our relationship with our Heavenly Father. The Lord, the stalactite, brings down nutrients from above. He gives it to us through His Holy Word, through the presence of His Holy Spirit. It builds us up. And soon we become strong, like the stalagmite where we can't be moved. In fact, it'll finally come to the point that it will touch and connect with its source of life from above. So much so that they will become one. Let me illustrate this picture this way. Imagine yourself on a long street. And on each side of the street are tall buildings with doors and windows on each side. At the end of the road stands Jesus with an outstretched hand offering to protect you and to give you a truly fulfilled and happy life. From each door and each window on each side are demons waving and calling to you saying, hey, look over here. I got something you really want. It tastes good. It feels good. And it isn't boring. Anything to get our focus off Jesus. On the other side of the road, another demon will call out, accusing you, saying, who in the world do you think you are? God doesn't love you. He doesn't care about you. You're worthless, and you're never going to amount to anything. Surely you don't believe this stuff about being saved, do you? The evil spirits will do anything to discourage us to the place where we don't want to keep our hearts and our minds focused on Jesus anymore. After they tempt us and we give in, then they say, see what you did? How can you call yourself a Christian when you behave like that? Blaming and accusing us are two of Satan's biggest weapons that he uses to distract us in our goals of following Jesus. They hang out of the windows and they cry out to you, you don't need to go to church. One will say, it's not important to pray or to read the scriptures. Another may cry out, true happiness comes by doing your own thing. You see, the demons will present countless temptations. Look at this hole. It'd be so easy for me to fall in if I lost my focus. Let me stress again that Satan will do anything he can to distract us, to make us lose our focus upon Jesus. Satan knows if you keep looking to Jesus for help every day, even if you are sinking down in problems of sin, Jesus will reach out and pull you up again. 
anytime, anywhere. To allow Satan to confuse your mind so you take your eyes away from looking to Jesus, Satan will gain the victory and bring your eternal destruction. It is as bad as if you openly and deliberately walked away telling God that you don't want anything to do with him anymore. Is the devil and his demons messing with your mind like this today? If so, Jesus knows this, and he's willing to help you if you'll just let him. He promises that he will just take and break those bonds of confusion of your mind that keeps you away from him. No matter how you feel, no matter how discouraged you've become with the habits and the addictions that are holding you back, Jesus is the bondage breaker. Focus on him. Don't let go of Jesus and he will deliver you from these problems. He's doing it for thousands of our native brothers and sisters today all over this country. Exactly how does deliverance come from Satan's temptations? Actually, what happens to break his hold on us? It comes from what's called living under the authority of Jesus and the authority of the Holy Spirit. You see, Jesus, our creator, is all-powerful. And Satan, knowing this, flees in fear when Jesus is present because the devil knows that he is no match against him. You see, Jesus defeated Satan at the cross of Calvary where he revealed to the universe the ultimate proof of his love for us. When we call on the name of Jesus to be with us, Satan and his demons just won't hang around. They know that Jesus and all his holy, powerful angels will come to our rescue when we ask. But you say, I'm so weak. I'm no match for the devil. And you know, you're exactly right. In fact, the Book of Heaven says that when we recognize our weakness, that's when we're strong because we realize that we have to depend upon our Heavenly Father to fight our battles for us. When the devil sees that our heart truly desires to follow Jesus, he will flee from us. But the devil and his demons must see this before they'll leave us alone. This is the key. Remember the verse, your word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. Also, the devil works in nonviolent ways too. He gains the same results in getting our minds off of Jesus and the teachings that he has given us. Oftentimes, we can get totally involved in good things like sports, making money, and overscheduling our lives until there's just no time left for God. We can get so busy with life that we can lose our focus in allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us in all the affairs of our life. Losing our focus on Jesus can simply slip up on us to the place where we often say, why is it that I don't have interest in spiritual things anymore? This is why it is a must that we take some time each day to deliberately give our hearts again in prayer to Jesus. When we commit ourselves to him 
It gives Jesus permission to guide us and to protect us throughout the day. This is a daily matter that we must do. You notice I said permission. That's right. God does not abuse your freedom of choice. He demonstrates to you in a thousand ways how much he loves you. And yet he stands at the door and knocks. And only you can let him in. Today, the world has gotten away from the only protection from evil influences. Today, people are turning to witchcraft or occult powers for help because they want to see supernatural power make supernatural things happen. Some turn to seances and Ouija boards, even hallucinating herbs and certain traditional sweats and dances for visions and spiritistic guidance. God has sharply warned us about these things. It's an abomination to him, he says. He says that the righteous shall live by faith. God wants us to rely totally on his word and not on operations and our emotions. The story of King Saul helps us to understand how destructive it is to seek after spiritistic guidance. King Saul was a leader of God's people. But he always had an excuse to do what God asked him to do in his own ways. Like so many people in times of trouble, Saul enjoyed the benefits of God miraculously blessing him and helping him. But when it came to following his laws or doing what God had asked him to do, Saul was unwilling to follow. Finally, the Holy Spirit could do no more to help Saul because he wouldn't allow God to lead him. Then when trouble came, and God's prophet Samuel had died, whom Saul had turned to times for help, Saul turned to a witch who lived in a cave like this one for help. He asked that she call up the spirit of the prophet Samuel so she could ask Samuel for help. Remember, 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 16, since the dead cannot come back in spirit form to communicate with the living after they die, the Bible says that the devil work through the witch of Endor to bring back a vision form of the likeness of Samuel. Through this mystic form, the devil disguised himself as Samuel, much like he did earlier as a snake with Eve in the Garden of Eden. Satan impersonating Samuel told Saul that he and his sons would be killed the next day. And he made sure that happened. That's the way the devil treats people who turn to him for guidance and help. He will kill all of us if he's given a chance. We know from our last study what happens to people when they die. They wait in the grave until the second coming of Jesus and the great resurrection. Now, God couldn't protect King Saul because it wasn't in King Saul's heart to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. He had turned his back on God over and over again till he had reached a point of no return. We must be so careful of the many spiritistic things around us today. Even many native spiritual rituals have been perverted by people who are led by Satan. We need to stay away from them. They're like these dark, bottomless pits here in this cave. You don't even want to get close to them. You see, the gospel of the book of heaven is our only safeguard. Turning to Jesus for help is the only way that we'll ever receive answers and deliverance from the evil influences 
that try to bind us. He will break the bondage that Satan is trying to place on us. Because of this, Satan and his demons are defeated enemies. The only weapon Satan has that's effective is fear. I'm talking about the fear that we're not good enough to be accepted or helped by Jesus. But the book of heaven says, love knows no fear. And if you know love, you know God. And God is your source of strength and faith and courage. This reminds me of a friend of mine that I grew up with as a boy on our reservation. Whenever he and his dad went to visit our neighbors, my friend wouldn't get out of their truck because he was frightened by the little yappy dog that our neighbors had. He wondered why the dog didn't bark at his dad or his brothers, but just at him. It was because the dog knew my friend was afraid. Finally, his dad told him, don't be afraid, I'll protect you. With that word from his dad, my friend jumped off the truck and ran towards the yapping dog. The dog took off with his tail between his legs and didn't come near the boy again because the dog knew my friend was not afraid. My friend had the authority of the word of his dad that his dad would protect him. It's the same way with us. Satan will flee from us when he sees that we will turn to Jesus for help whenever he or his demons try to harass us. We have the word of Jesus that he'll always be there for us and he will immediately come to our rescue when we call on him. Do you wrestle with fears today? Do you wrestle with the fear of death or of failure, fears of rejection? Some people wrestle with the fear of being victimized or a fear of even going crazy. Maybe you fear the future. Or maybe you fear that you'll never ever have salvation. You don't have to fear anymore, my friends. God loves you. He's ready to help you. He's ready to be with you. And he knows that the devil is there dogging every step of your way. He knows that the devil wants to harass you to keep your mind away from spiritual things. But remember, the great bondage breaker, Jesus, is there by your side. He'll deliver you and he'll help you just now. Until we meet again, may God bless you. Hold on to the Lord with everything you've got and only let the good spirit guide you.